Taiwan announced eight imported COVID cases on Friday, setting a new seven-month high. Even with a steady stream of cases coming in from overseas, health officials say Taiwan's medical system is coping well. Let's hear what the Central Epidemic Command Center said. Overseas, the number of COVID cases is reaching new highs every day. Worldwide, from what I recall, there are more than 52 million cases. Various countries are continuing to see their case count rise. However, despite the number of imported cases in Taiwan, the impact on our medical system is negligible. Next Wednesday, the CECC will announce its COVID-19 prevention policies for the fall and winter seasons. There will be regulations on public gatherings on New Year's Eve and more stringent control measures at the border. World-leading foundry TSMC is making big moves on the hiring front. Not only is it recruiting for 8,000 new staff, it's also rolling out a new salary structure. Starting next January, all staff at its Taiwan offices will get 20% more in their monthly take-home pay. This will be offset by a lower payout percentage in annual bonus programs. The change is meant to attract and retain talent who value a higher fixed salary. Pull up the website and it's clear straight away. Either in Taiwan or the U.S., TSMC is hiring looking to recruit 8,000 people for its expansion plans. It might help that TSMC is also rolling out a raise. Beginning next year, all monthly regular wages will go up 20%, the greatest hike in history. With the pandemic this year, salaries in a lot of places aren't very high. Of course, I hope my company can do something comparable and raise salaries a bit. After the hike, college graduates will get at least 45,600 NT a month, up from 38,000. Those with master's degrees will earn at least 54,000 NT, up from 45,000. Those with doctorates will start at 72,000, up from 60,000. In the first three quarters of the year, TSMC's consolidated revenue jumped 30% from the same period last year. But with expansion plans in the pipeline, including a 12 billion U.S. dollar Arizona factory, there are questions over why it's choosing to restructure wages now. These past several years, Taiwan's semiconductor industry has lost a good number of talented people. This includes integrated circuit designers and silicon wafer suppliers. TSMC raises wages every year, generally by less than 10 percent, and it distributes bonuses perhaps once a year. Now they may switch to quarterly distribution as a way to offer more incentives. The expert says that TSMC is restructuring wages to fend off talent poaching from China. With the fate of U.S. sanctions uncertain after Trump, Taiwan firms are taking no chances. Now turning to a company that's not faring well in the pandemic. After 60 years in business, the travel agency Set Tour has announced its first layoff. It's cutting about 15% of its staff or about 170 people who mainly work in overseas operations and administration. Set Tour is not the only travel business that's in financial trouble. As of October, October 31st, 71 travel companies have folded and suspended operations, according to Tourism Bureau data. Xiao Boren, the chair of the Travel Agent Association of Taiwan, estimates that another 10,000 job cuts will come if the pandemic doesn't let up by March. 
A pharmaceutical giant has paired with Donghai University to launch a mobile van in the trendy Taipei shopping district of Xinyi. The pharmacy offers fun health tests and personalized advice to passersby. They say that ailments like high blood pressure are growing among young people and that it's never too soon to take care of your health. A volunteer puts on gloves and follows the on-screen movements. This program recreates a complete workout routine and tests the subject's strength and coordination. <laughs> Following the pharmacist's suggestions, in just a few seconds, test results come up, telling you if your blood pressure, sugar and lipids are at healthy levels. The dietitian can then give you some suggestions. You can take the test for free and find out your health status, as well as receive a drink. I'm quite badly coordinated. I sit in the office too much. With our stressful 21st century lives, high blood pressure, sugar and cholesterol, along with diabetes and obesity, are becoming more common among younger people. There are risks for people in their 30s, not just over 40. Donghai University launched this mobile pharmacy in Taipei's Xinyi district with a well-known pharmaceutical chain, offering convenient health checks for shoppers. At first, you don't realize you have high blood pressure, sugar or lipids. If you take care of it early, it can really help your prognosis. We decided to bring the van out early in Xinyi to alert younger people to the importance of these diseases. Amid the pandemic, many people are taking a closer look at their health. Pharmacists warn some ailments like deteriorating eyesight are becoming more and more common among young people. The message is, treat yourself with care. The four-day Formosa Railroad Bento Festival kicked off on Friday with a showcase of unique boxed meals from Taiwan, Japan, Switzerland and France. This annual festival held by the Taiwan Railways Administration has always been popular, but in the year of COVID, it's expected to attract a record crowd as it offers the locals a taste of international travel. Crowds gather en masse, forming queues that wrap around Taipei Main Station's main lobby. They are here for the TRA's annual bento festival. A bento modeled after Japan's Taiju steam locomotive contains scattered sushi. Another contains rice and Japanese-style fried chicken. To experience this taste of Japan, some people came to line up as early as 4 a.m. I've been waiting in line for an hour now. Their train-shaped bento boxes are really unique. Steam engine trains like that are an uncommon sight in Taiwan. I want to buy the bento in the shape of a Japanese Cebu Railway Company train because the design looks nice. That's right, we can't go abroad. All we can do is buy these Japanese bentos. They are limiting it to two bentos per person. Supplies ran out fast, but those who missed out still got a visual treat in the form of a bento catwalk. Each day during the four-day festival, there will be about 400 to 500 of each special edition bento. The TRA hopes the number of visitors will set a new record this year. In a single day, the festival will draw in at least 100,000 people. You can see that yourself today. The crowd is already out and it will stick around until about 2 p.m. The number of visitors this year could exceed that of last year. This year's Bento Festival is centered on the theme of classics. 30 businesses from Taiwan, Japan, Switzerland and France are taking part, hoping to sate the appetites of travel-hungry locals. 
This Halloween, you might have noticed a theme in the cosplay costumes around town. The latest film to come out of manga franchise Demon Slayer, Kimatsu no Yaiba, has taken Taiwan by storm. Even elected officials are keen to get in on the demon craze, with many dressing up as characters from the series. A black kimono and a bamboo tube to chew. Is this DPP lawmaker Lin Chuin or Neizuko from Demon Slayer? Here's Neizuko again at a Halloween parade, played by Xinju City Councilor Li Yanhui. This post from Taipei City Councilor Xu Shuhua shows her as a demon hunter from the same manga, Kanao. I think there are lots and lots of demons in society, actually, in our hearts. Now I've launched the idea, maybe there is a need for me to play a role like that. If that's true, I might find some time to do that along with Lai Pingyu or Zheng Yunpeng. She was referring to DPP lawmakers, among whom Lai is famous for her cosplay skills. Demon Slayer is all the rage, even bigger than 90s classics like Crayon Shinchan and Slam Dunk. Many councillors and lawmakers would like to call themselves the real Neizuko. The story revolves around the Kamado family, beset by demons. Protagonist Kamado Tanjiro watches on as his sister Neizuko becomes a demon. The two then join a team of demon slayers. Even Taiwan's mayors are quick to jump on the bandwagon. Week on head, sword in hand. Here, Tanjiro is played by Taoyuan mayor Zhengwen Chan. We think he's 80% convincing. New Taipei's Hoyoi has got even closer, going all out with Tanjiro's forehead scar. Pingdong Commissioner Pan Meng An eschews a wig, but his sword is an exact replica. Meanwhile, going for another demon slayer, Tomioka Giyu, DPP lawmaker Zheng Yunpeng found himself mistaken for Snape from Harry Potter. I'm guessing my team gave me this character for two reasons. First, generally I'm not a great people person, and the role of this character, Tomioka, the water Hashira, is that he doesn't talk a lot. Secondly, I guess it's a little bit of a geography lesson, because there's a station in Taoyuan with the same characters as his name, Fugang Station. It looks like there's a Kimetsu character for everyone. After all, demons are in all of us, and Halloween's the time to air them. A teenager has founded a successful company offering baggage carrying services for would-be mountain climbers. Hiking is big business in Taiwan, but not everyone can handle the rigors of the exercise and lug all their baggage up the trail. That's where Chen Yanyu and his team of mountain guides come in. The business is being held up as a financially viable model for young would-be entrepreneurs. A jacket, sleeping bag, headlamp, and other necessities all go in the backpack and are tied to a special carrying rack. This camouflage rucksack full of hiking gear weighs a good 15 kilograms. It can be a daunting burden to shoulder before you even set foot near a mountain. But there's good news for wannabe hikers who can't manage the baggage or don't have the necessary gear. This professional team will carry your stuff for you and your rations too. After all, everyone's different in terms of their physical abilities or many other factors. We want to provide a service that suits their needs as closely as possible. We go and buy the food the day before or a few days before and then put it in a camping cold box to carry the next day. The team can carry up to 15 kilograms a person. Team leader
writer Chen Yanyu is just 19 years old. A lover of mountain climbing and photography, he founded the company last year. His services as a mountain guide and baggage bearer have met an enthusiastic audience. Our customers are growing steadily. Now we have about 200 or 300 a month on average. As the team gets bigger and bigger, Chen branched out to other outdoors activities, including river tracing and cycling trips. He can reuse the sleeping bags, rucksacks, and tents available for customers to rent, and he only buys food provisions after payment. That meant he could start the company without much initial outlay, allowing the early days of the business to go smoothly. Now he employs 20 people. At first, I had a plan to go and take photos of Taiwan's 368 townships and villages. After I started climbing mountains, I realized there were more stories in the forest. Outdoors exercise is all the rage, and Chen's clever business idea helps break down the barriers for everyone to get closer to nature.